Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome, Livestock friends, to this edition of Before the Bid. And uh, Before the Bid podcast, we are going back into the cattle world uh, for this podcast. And a guy that uh, I've had a whole lot of fun talking to here uh, the last couple of days to get this podcast set up and, and get this thing uh, going. And, and a guy that uh, uh, we've, we've had some, some laughs already and, and uh, really enjoyed that. And uh, I'm talking to a guy today that uh, if you can imagine getting out of college and graduating college and getting thrown into a position that is one of the most prestigious positions in uh, the cattle world and in the Angus world. Uh, This guy, he got that opportunity, got out of college and bam, right there he was hired a month later and and went to one of the most prestigious Angus herds uh, in the nation at the time. And uh, now uh, that herd is is no longer and he is now the manager at the Diamond T Land and Cattle, still in Bidwell, Ohio. So uh, those of you guys know that uh, he was the manager of show cattle there at Champion Hill in Bidwell, Ohio, and now he is uh, part of Diamond T Land and Cattle, and he is the herd manager, and they have uh, two sales coming up here on uh, April the 27th and April the 28th, and they have got two of these online sales set up, and so uh, today I want to welcome to the show uh, John Davis and uh, and. Uh, Really excited to talk to this guy about uh, this operation and about this set of cattle. And, and John, I know the other day that you guys were uh, really wet and things over there in Ohio. And uh, how are things going uh, there today? Oh, it's going very well. First of all, Andy, thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity to get on here today. Looking forward for a good conversation. Today we've had second day in a row with no rain and we've had some sunshine and we've been able to get some fertilizer spread on some of these fields and everything's going seems to be going better when the sun's out <laughs> yeah yes it does and uh yeah good good day to uh take pictures and we'll get into that here just a little bit uh later but yeah nice sunny and and things like that so yeah always uh always kind of a risk having these spring sales uh whether it is you have to video them or, or whatever it is that you have to do as far as the weather goes have, have you learned that over your years i guess oh my gosh <laughs> the the well, videos and uh, especially pictures, you know, one of the best, one of the best things that was ever told me, or told to me by Mark Sneed, he said it doesn't matter if they got their, if they got their feet set up correctly or not. He said if you've got good sunlight and then get their head up, he's like that'll that'll make a good picture. And uh, from all the different photographers I've worked with over the years. Yeah, that's that's what makes a big difference, and it's a guessing game 
especially here in where we're at in Ohio on, on how the weather changes. If you don't like the weather, just wait an hour and, and it'll change. So, right. Anyway, we've had some good sunlight the past couple of days. This grass is starting to grow and we're ready to get out of this winter that we've been in and and one of the muddiest winters that I've ever been a part of in this part of the world. Right. Yeah. And, and you've been there, uh, you've been there quite a while. Uh, as I said, started there at, at Champion Hill a few years ago and, uh, you were, you were right there in that part of the country, uh, that you've been, you've been there for a while, right? Yeah. It's, uh, <clears throat> it was a couple of years ago. I, uh, I moved here in 1998 after I'd graduated from Southern Illinois University. I moved here in 1998 to Champion Hill, Bidwell, Ohio. And my, actually my dad, after I'd graduated, we didn't, well, he, he said that, uh, I needed to go. I had an opportunity to go work for Paul Hill and Champion Hill. My dad was the one that, that he really influenced me on taking this opportunity. He said, just think of it as getting your bachelor's or your doctorate. And, but you need to stick it out for five years. You have to stick it out for five years. Well, five years came and went pretty fast. And along the way, I, I was looking forward to moving back home to Southern Illinois, but I'd gotten, I'd met, I'd met Melissa and we'd gotten married. And next thing you know, we'd started a family and, we just kind of made southeastern Ohio and Bidwell and Gallia County our home. And I've been here ever since. Right. Well, that's great. Well, tell us tell us about your family just a little bit. Well, uh, Melissa and myself, we uh, – Melissa, she is originally from – my wife, she's originally from Kentucky. She's from Paris, Kentucky. And she went to Western Kentucky University and received a degree in animal science. And she, uh, after her graduation, she started an internship at Certified Angus Beef in Worcester, and then got a full-time job working at Certified Angus Beef and was the events coordinator right there that developed her, through her work there, developed a lot of great friendships that we have at Certified Angus Beef, especially with, with John Sticka and Mark McCulley. And, uh, you know, those those people up there, they do such a great job. And she really enlightened me to the fact of what, what a great job that everybody at Certified Angus Beef does, their influence on the industry, how they really help out our industry in the cattle business. So anyway, to make a long story longer, I, I, I guess I, I convinced her to, well, I didn't convince her, <laughs> but we made the de- decision to move to Bidwell and start our family there, even though she probably had her dream job and, at certified Angus beef, I guess I'm just irresistible, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, that might be that, it. That might be a joke. It. We might need to edit that, but, um, no, we, we decided to start our family here in Gallia County and, and Bidwell, Ohio. 
you know, the rest is history. In 2008, we had our daughter on April 14th, and that's Maggie. And uh, then there later in 2010, on July 1st, we had our son, Logan. And those kids, uh, I, I don't think the podcast can go on long enough for me to ramble on all the accomplishments they've made and how proud I am of them with, uh, you know, all, all the different things they do, whether it's through sports or school activities to really helping me on the farm and, and their accomplishments with that and, and their love for the, the cattle industry. I'd, I'd always helped juniors along the way from in in the show ring and all the way from purchase to you know once their calves are done showing and i'm still working or still always was tied working with the families when it's deciding on what bulls that were flushing their their former show heifers that become donors to this and that and i you know that side of being a parent and, and doing this oh my gosh it's so different Right. And and I actually used to be the guy that these kids listen to. Now I'm the parent. And apparently I know nothing about showing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you become the smart guy into nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like what have I ever done? I know nothing. That's what I was doing. And uh so uh, I'm on the other the other side of the fence now com- compared to what I used to be. So but it's fun, and it's it's great to it's great to see them go out and and just enjoy themselves with their with their cattle and their livestock. Right, yeah, and, and you have you have moved. We'll, we'll get back to some Champion Hill things, but but you've moved to uh, on and and you're with Diamond T Land and Cattle now. Yes, tell us tell us a little bit about that and and what's a, what the program's about and and when it started and and uh, give us a little history on Diamond Tea if you would. Okay, well Diamond Tea Land and Cattle Company is owned by Matt Toller, he and his wife Amy and their sons Reese and Miles. And um, Matt had always been influenced by his dad had some key cattle back in the 80s and then dispersed that herd and he'd grown up showing crossbred steers more so on a local basis but always wanted to be had a love for the club calf industry and a love for good cattle and so he had developed some club calf cows and a little bit more diversified breeds with a few keys a few moons some Semitol-influenced cattle, and plus his son absolutely loves some Charlay cows, so we have, we still yet have a handful of Charlay cattle around here, bred and raised every every year. So uh, he'd always he'd always loved loved cattle, loved that influence, and then he got started in the Angus breed upon the time of the Champion Hill dispersal. At that time. He started buying some of his first Angus cattle, and I helped him out a little bit and did some consulting with him on on what bulls to buy, what what donor cows to buy, and then went through on what 
what embryos to buy out of that particular dispersal. And that's kind of where he got his in or got his start in the Angus breed because he bought the ones that were all my favorites. <laughs> and, and so I, I continued to do some consulting for him on, you know, just kind of a friend basis. What do you think we need to breed this bull? Or why do you think we need to breed this bull to? He's going to work on these cows. What's this cow need flesh to? So on and so forth. It worked out pretty well. At that time, I'd, I'd taken a little bit of a hiatus from the cattle business. I continued to work for Marshall Reynolds, who was the owner of Champion Industries and, and Champion Farms and a partner with Paul Hill on Champion Hill Incorporated. And, uh, I was working for him as a sales rep at the time. And then it kind of, I did that for a year. And then we, uh, me and Matt had gotten together after he'd purchased some of the farms from Champion Hill, not the show barn place, but a few of the other farms where we, we'd ran some cows out in the past, three or four of those. Got, got to talking with him and we'd kind of uh, decided to make this partnership and me go ahead and start managing the cattle here at, at Diamond T and so we still are a little bit diversified on, on a few different breeds. Our main influence is Angus, but we try to try to do the best of what we can in, in every breed in particular. We're up to about 400 cows right now, and uh, we're running, some, running quite a few recips, probably about 300 or more recips right now. And that's kind of where we're at and wanting to maintain that. And uh, that's what we're, we give those recepts two different tries to take an egg. And then we, we turn out some pretty darn good bulls on them, I think, with some Bismarck sons and, and a really good renowned son that we're using right now. And on those females, we'll, if we think they're worthy, we're going to retain those and repopulate our recip herd and then we'll the steer calves will go to the feedlot but but we're trying to regenerate our own recip herd I, I think here in the next two or three years as we keep on regenerating that recip herd we're, we're going to have a pretty decent herd of cows on as far as recip goes let alone with the with with the other registered cattle that we have and the registered cattle, like on those, especially those Angus cows, we've been able to, since this is basically a startup since 2017, we've been able, Matt and I together, have been able to go around the country and meet a lot of people, see a lot of cattle, and we've collected some cow fam families on what I think some of my favorite cow families, not only the ones that I had at and was involved in at Champion Hill, but some cattle that I've always really, really respected over the years too. And you were telling me the other day, you were telling me the other day about some of those cow families and, and what, what cow families you've been able to pick up? Well, from Champion Hill, we have the, of course, the Georgina family. Uh, we have a couple of really good peg cows, some good shadows, some Cheyennes and some blackbirds but i've also been able to to add in on our herd here some black caps 
uh, Sarah's Dreams, Sandy's, Winnie, and some Forever Ladies. Well, that's neat. That's kind of uh, our influence. Well, our main goal is for these cows to influence influence the herd. Um, the cows have the most influence on the herd. I think. I think it all starts with the cow. Mm-hmm. You can breed. You can breed good cows to average bulls, and they're still going to have good calves most of the time. We're trying to be as critical as we can, and and trying to determine on what sires to use on matings. But uh, as long as you have the good cow base to start with, I think that's the number one thing. That's probably the number one thing that working at Champion Hill has, had taught me is how important the maternal influence is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was, I was gonna uh, get into that just a little bit, uh, uh, but 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 sticking with the with the diamond tea just a little bit. Uh, you guys, mm-hmm. you're you're not all Angus cattle. You you've got a little bit of diversity uh, in those. What where do you see this diamond tea thing headed in the next five ten years uh, down the road? Well, what we want to do is right now. Like I said, we're a startup. We don't have the facilities quite yet for our live sales, like what we want to have them. We really want to have um, a spring sale and a fall sale. And I know the different people that I've talked to, that's a little bit of a different lookout than what, than what some people have right now in the industry. It's where we've gone to more online sales. I love the online sales. Um, and the aspect of they're they're a little bit easier to get ready for, and you have a little bit more lenience on your pictures, and you're not as worried about you know that print date on the catalog or getting it in the journal and what other stuff that we always worry about in a lot of sales. But I love the aspect of a live sale, and and both Matt and myself love a live auction. Mm-hmm. And we think that we can probably move more cattle in one day in the spring and one day in the fall with two live auctions a year than what we can with multiple online sales. So that's kind of our goal for we're headed to in the next three years. That's kind of a goal for us to do that. Now, we would like to sell some bulls in the spring of the year and Hey, we don't have a we don't have a a knockout bull market right here in southeastern Ohio right now. We have a a good a fairly decent I said good but fairly decent two thousand to three thousand dollar bull market. Mm-hmm. But we still want to have bull sales or have these bulls in our spring sale. Mm-hmm. So the uh, we can start, I think we'll have some genetic capabilities to start influence some of the commercial cattle around here and within the tri-state area mm-hmm. where we're located. So we'd like to market some bulls in the spring. We'd like to market some those fall calves in the spring and spring calves in the fall and try to, try to sell some bred heifers, some cow-calf pairs, you know, try to make it interesting. Try to get people coming back to Bidwell again, mm-hmm. and uh, and that that's kind of our goal right there. And and it's not just about selling. It's 
not just about having a sale, but we want to we want to make pro- a product that people want to come to Bidwell for to lo- look at and and uh, and 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 get those get those cattle that are going to go ahead and go home and make them money right. because ultimately, you know, we don't want your business unless we're going to help your business. Right. And that's what it's all about. You got to have some return on investment on those females. And that's why and the bulls and the cow calves and the bred heifer, everything got to have some return on investment. And that's why we feel like, our two online sales that are coming up here at the end of this month, you know, we're putting some cattle in the, these sales that we're like, man, should we even be selling this thing? And I think whenever, whenever you step back and you think, if, should I be selling this thing or not? That means that you're putting some pretty darn good ones in there. Right. So I, I think that, and, and, and if somebody gets some good buys on these cattle, that is great. Mm-hmm. Good for them. I hope they make money, and I hope they hope they have a good experience with it, and I hope they come back, and I hope we can help them out in any way possible. Right. Well, that's great. Yeah, and we we talked a little bit ago, uh, but before we started, and and is is Diamond T or are you guys? going going towards the show cattle industry you going towards the carcass industry where do you guys find yourself in in those uh in the breeding aspect of this well i i guess like the best answer is we just want to breed good cattle and some of those cattle are 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 a little bit more focused towards the show industry some of them are more focused a little bit more towards performance. You know, we're going to breed some cattle that we think are going to make some good bulls. We're going to breed some cattle we think that are going to make good some good show heifers. We're not necessarily an operation that we're trying to produce 200 heifers a year that look identical. Mm-hmm. We're just we're, we're not in that we're not in that business. And I don't and, and some people are, and that is great, and I love that. I think that's so awesome to go to some people's farms or ranches, and you get to see, like, 200 bull calves, and they all look alike, and 200 heifer calves, and they all look alike. But rarely, um, rarely are those going to be the ones that win the shows. Mm-hmm. And we have a show background and a show influence. Mm-hmm. But we want to do a little bit of both. It's I, I know it sounds kind of generic to say, well, we just want to breed good cattle because who doesn't? Right. But um, we want to try to do the, the best that we can, try to pay attention to some numbers, try to try to do some genomic data and get back some some of that on, on these cattle, even the show heifers, and try not to go too far one way or too far the other well, that's great yeah. so it's kind of a, a mixture right good yeah so uh good deal yeah but but uh still have still have high quality uh cattle for for all different aspects of the industry oh, 
Yes, and it's all about the mothers. It's all about the cow, and trying to trying our best to keep those those good udders on those females. Mm-hmm. That's what that's a pretty pretty high on my criteria, right there. If if she doesn't, if the cow doesn't milk, she she hits the road. Uh-huh. She's not getting pawned off to somebody else. She'll right. just she'll just go be a happy meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not put those problems on on somebody else. Yeah. Uh, what a, we'll just, yeah, that's right. Right. What a great way to to start a newer program. So. Yeah, and John, tell us, you know, you you're you're at a startup program um now, but but you got thrown in to one of the most prestigious, one of the biggest, one of the most respected Angus uh herds in the whole country right out of college. Uh and being being there with Paul Hill and and at Champion Hill. Tell us I guess one one thing there, there we could go on for hours and hours telling Champion Hill stories. Uh, I'm sure, especially everything from the road to to doing the sales to to being at home and things. But what's some of the things that that you think you picked up from there uh, that that are really you, you know I guess I guess change your outlook on on the cattle maybe, but but are really going to help you with this diamond tea and and making this thing a success. Well. Uh... <laughs> Oh wow! What a question! Great question, and yeah, we could go on for hours with some stuff that's on and off the record on <laughs> <laughs> on some of the, some of the experiences there. Um, my student advisor at SIU, Doctor H. D. Woody, was good friends with Paul Lynn Hill, and and got me the interview, and so. My sister had saved up her steer money from from selling at the selling her steers at our county 4-H show, and had bought a 2005 Mustang, 2005 or 2006 silver Mustang. No, it wasn't 2005. Sorry, it's a 95. I'm in the wrong decade. There you go. We <laughs> wrong decade. This is a 95 Mustang, five, five speed on the floor. I mean, that thing was cool. Yeah. So that we drove this 95 Mustang from Illinois out here. And, uh, and it, it's from my mom and dad's house to here is about, it's about seven hour drive oh, wow. or more. Mm-hmm. And in that little Mustang that my sister had bought, <laughs> it felt like every mile you were riding with your rear end on the pavement. Right. And wow, that thing was not a comfortable ride at all. <laughs> but uh, Paul told me that the only reason that I got the job was that I bought, brought my sister with me and, <laughs> and he liked her so much. <laughs> And so that's how it started. And, <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I was absolutely overwhelmed to start with mm-hmm. and really, really 
trying to trying to drink water from the fire hydrant and and little uh little did I know how rough you know getting ready for sales was mm-hmm. well i mean that that was you know I thought going to shows was was tough but but getting ready for the sale the sale sales one of your most important days of the year the show is not uh-huh it's it's that it's that getting ready for the sales. Luckily, Paul had had hired a couple a couple of different people that came in, helped help me clip, and taught me a lot. I got to got to clip a lot with Brian Gottemiller mm-hmm. from Indiana, and he helped me out. The person that helped me out the most in getting ready for sale clipping was Dan May. And he uh, he really helped me out there a lot that that year. Anyway, they, um, it, it was like drinking from a, a a fire hydrant starting out. But then, you know, as time went on, I started learning how to manage my time a lot better, and 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 make lists and. Man, it just helped me grow up so much mm-hmm. those first two or three years, and then you know after that it was. Um, I think whenever after Champion Hill had, had sold out, I'd I'd been in charge of thirty six sales there. Oh wow! And so they <laughs> they kind of came along a lot easier. Now it, it didn't keep everybody from getting nervous and right. Paul. Paul never thought that I was going to have him ready on time. This is the one. This is the one. You'll never have him ready. Nope, not going to happen. And I'd get so mad at, at him saying that, but it, I guess it would motivate me. And I'd, <laughs> I'd, just, I'd just go ahead and stay late and clip another five that night, and we'd, we'd have him ready. The best thing about that, though, and being involved in all those sales, probably – most important thing to come away with from that, just the relationships that you build with people mm-hmm. and the late nights on the phone and visiting about the cattle. And you know, there's that, that stir in the air is like what, what might be, which, which one's going to be the best one. We think we all know this one. A lot of people agree this one's the best one today, but, which one's going to be the best one? What's what's coming down the pipeline? What's next? You know, and visiting with everybody and all those relationships that you gain over the years, and look back now at all the different all the different juniors that were involved in in that deal. Man, that's what I that's what I hope for. The same here at Diamond T. You know, customer base that we have people that come to our sale they don't necessarily buy Mm -hmm. every year but come to our sale because they're our friends Mm -hmm. i don't care if they buy every year if you want to come come to the sale watch the sale enjoy it you know one of one of our best one of our best people uh at champion hill that used to always come and always keep all of his marked catalogs was was billy jasper from kentucky and you know um, it's just so enjoyable just to be able to to see the old friends and like a family reunion every year. So 
that's what I hope for this thing to build up to be. Mm-hmm. And I really think that we can do it. Mm-hmm. I think that we have the the genetics. I think we have a great opportunity right now that we can do the exact same thing and make it even better. Right. And you've got, 100% believe that. You've got a guy that's learned from uh, one of the best in the business. So... So with you coming over there, well, that's that's great. Yeah, how many you you did the you did the sale cattle at Champion Hill, you did the show cattle at Champion Hill. You how how tough? I mean, you you talked a little bit about drinking from the from the fire hose, but but man, how stressful and how tough is that? One of the one of the most prestigious uh, herds in the nation, and and here you've here here you're here you've got them. Well, I'm. Luckily, I will. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't really know enough whenever I was uh, young and started there that I didn't know enough to be nervous about. Okay. So. <laughs> That's yeah. It makes that all, per- makes that all perfect came sense. later on. Yeah. And then and then like, you know, especially with my with my wife Melissa knew on on sale day and 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 show days you just. Just leave me alone for a little bit, and <laughs> I, I leave her alone, and it's the same thing now. <laughs> when 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 it's when it's show time and the kids are getting ready to go in there, she goes up in the bleachers and and uh, usually Facebook lives it, and I go down to the makeup area and we stay away from each other. <laughs> well, maybe absence absence makes the um, heart grow fonder, right? That's just a that's just an example of like of, of what we learned over the years of being through those those sales. Right, right. Well, but yeah, we look look forward to having that um, having the sales here at Diamond Tea. I I can't wait till we're um, we're gonna break ground on a new sale facility soon. I hope mm-hmm. and have it have it set up here in a couple of years and. Start having some live sales. Well, great, great. Well, yeah. Let's get into these uh, these cattle here that you've got for uh, the the two sales that you do have coming up. And and I thought that was a little bit odd when I I got the postcard and I thought, well, that's a little odd. Most people don't uh, do that. They don't have two different sales on two different nights right in a row on two different platforms. Can it, right. tell us tell us about that just a little bit? Well, we. There's a few different reasons. We wanted to spread things out a little bit. And that that's one reason. Next reason is we have some club calf genetics and some heifers that we think would sell better on SC online than they would on the spot, just to be honest. And and so we threw some Angus heifers in that sale with them and we kind of just kind of spread it out. It's not not all the best ones are in one, and not all the worst ones on the other. It's pretty evenly split, mm-hmm. and I think we had we had two uh, such good heifers that are each lot one. They both deserve to be lot one in both sales. Mm-hmm. With the, the the Sandy heifer in one, and then the Georgina in the in the in the other, they deserve to be lot one. I probably have a few others that would deserve to be lot one. I know I've got a couple heifers that by gosh don't deserve to be the last on the list. 
Uh-huh. And and uh, and certainly wouldn't ever be the last one in the ring on a in a live auction. Mm-hmm. But you know, with this with these platforms and online sales, I will say that we we don't have any any calls in in this group. We've got a got a really good high quality group. There were some others that we didn't think that would make show efforts that we didn't think that would make donors. And, and so that's why uh, they didn't, they didn't make the sale. Mm-hmm. Every heifer in the ring or every ever in each sale, we firmly believe is qualified to be a donor cow and, or a really good top notch show effort prospect. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Yeah, and you've got the you've got the sale on April twenty seventh, and that one is going to be on Angus Live. Yes, and then you've got the second sale the next night is going to be on uh, SC Sales, and that is going to be on April the twenty eighth. And so, so two nights, two sales, uh, right in a row. And and uh, what what can these guys do to? Uh, see the cattle, who can they talk to about these cattle, uh, where can they go to see videos of these cattle, uh, that, that kind of thing. Give us a little bit of lead into that, and, and uh, we can talk about some of these cattle. Okay. Bit. Well, both sales are posted uh, on the Angus Live sale and the SC Online sale. They are both posted on their respective platforms, and they can go there. And view the the offering and click on and view the videos. I'm also uh, the Diamond T Facebook page is posting several videos and pictures every day in forms of advertising. Well, for people that want to contact and talk to somebody on the phone, you can call my me, or you can call Matt Toller. And we will have our phone numbers are listed on there. Feel free to call anytime. We welcome all phone calls. If you want to see these cattle in person, I know we're going through a time of of the the media calls a time of uncertainty right now with our COVID nineteen pandemic. If people do want to travel here and do want to see these cattle live, we will practice health guidelines that are prescribed that we can, uh, we have hand sanitizer. We will, we will have social distancing of six feet or more. Uh, however, people feel comfortable. Those cattle are outside in runs right now where they can come in or out of the barn. We can run them outside in the fresh air and practice social distancing. And you can view those and, we can try to follow our health guidelines the best that we possibly can. And uh, I will say that all the Angus cattle last week, after we got done with our pictures, we did flick shear all those. And so they are sheared just like a show calf would be sheared. And they're ready to for somebody to start rinsing them every day and working hair. We did leave the hair on the crossbred cattle and they have had a shedding comb ran through them a couple of times so everybody's ready to go show and get ready to get shown and if somebody 
were to want a cell phone video of a particular heifer that's slick, that doesn't, that, that they're just curious how that thing looks like slick, just give me a call or a text and I will walk her outside and take a cell phone video of her slick. No problem at all. Great. Yeah. Customer service. I like it. I like oh, it. thanks. <laughs> you, guys, you guys have, and I can't, I can't believe we didn't get to this yet. But I, and we're going to put these cattle off just a little bit longer. You guys did okay. a thing, did a thing this year, and uh, something that that came about this year, this virtual show, and and it seems uh-huh. like you guys just jumped right into this thing, and uh, man, you know, I, I'm. You, you and I both have uh, young people that play sports and that sort of thing, and, and I'm not all about everybody getting a trophy. But, man, if I can enter a, enter a show and automatically win, I'm going to do it. Uh, and so tell us about this virtual show that you guys have, have come up with for this year. Well, uh, I'd had this idea a while back and didn't – it was before the COVID-19 pandemic that I'd, I'd actually thought of this as just kind of a marketing idea, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And then the way it all came about, it's, a more, it's more turned into an idea of just get the kids to doing something. Mm-hmm. Get the kids. We know... We know all the kids have been, and juniors have been working with their projects. I see it on Facebook all the time, and I, I know how, how our juniors are still working towards junior nationals and hopes of state fairs and county fairs and all that. Well, and there's been, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here, because I know of the other, some other virtual shows, and man, that is great. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is a great deal. For them, but to be honest, we haven't bought any banners and we didn't buy any ribbons or anything like that. My idea was everybody that enters the show to get a sale credit. And one of the guys that works with me, I was talking with him. We were washing calves one day and I said, I was thinking giving like a $100 sale credit just for entering. He's like, why don't you just make it five? And I was like, sounds great. Let's just make it 500 for entering. And so that's what we've done. And we, we're we not placing classes. We're not, uh, we're not, nobody gets, no, the people that do get last, they don't even know about it. We're not, we're not doing that. We're doing it like they do at, I know other shows do this, but I know the Illinois Angus fraternity held at the Illinois Beef Expo. They split up the classes, and each class is a division. So you have a division winner and a reserve, and then everybody else can say they got third. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's that was my thought on that, and do the breeds as a division. And so every division winner gets another $1,000 added credit in our sales. And every reserve division or breed winner gets an added $500 sale credit. And then we'll do a Supreme Heifer, just one, where you get another $1,000 sale credit and a Supreme Steer, 
where you get another $1,000 sale credit. So you could ultimately get $2,500 sale credit in either one of these sales, April 27th or 28th. And luckily, I'm a really good friend. One of my good friends, John Van Dyke, works at Lakeland College there in Mattoon, Illinois. I contacted him about this, and he... Uh, introduced me to the livestock judging team coach there, Mr. Hayden Wilder. And he said, I think this is a great idea. My kids didn't get to go to go judge at Houston. They didn't get to have their spring contest like we always have. Mm-hmm. This will give them classes to work out with. And so it just kind of all came about. And we just, let's just go ahead and do this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll end up with with over probably just over a hundred entries. We didn't set the world on fire or anything, but I think it's a success. And uh, and shoot, if it's gotten people out doing something and gotten the kids out of the house, they're not playing video games, and uh, they're not on their their Chromebooks and their iPads. They are. They're working with their calves, and we've got proof. <laughs> right, that's great. Right, yeah, I know. That's I've got, I've got my them. daughter, got my daughter in a in it, and and the sun came out today, and and we were out there, and, and John, I got to tell you though, man, it, it's it it's almost as stressful as show day. Uh, <laughs> you know, we show we, days are tough. <laughs> we were we were out there, and we're we're videoing the first one, and and we we've got three that that we're gonna send in here, and three or four, and and uh, we're out there videoing the first one after we'd cleaned everybody up today, and and uh, we come back in, and she's got manure all over. Uh, the next one does, and uh, so and then the next one she wouldn't act very well, so. Uh, <laughs> It is a lot like show day for one of these things. So uh, I, I want to thank yeah, you guys. She's got all that, man- <laughs> she's got all that manure over. I mean, we can only give 450 sales credit on that one, I guess. <laughs> oh, is that it? Yeah. It goes, <laughs> it goes down for poor for poor, uh, uh, poor presentation. No, huh? <laughs> I, I've been there way too many times. As soon as they go in the ring, they just make a big old mess all over themselves and then start swinging it. <laughs> right. Right. We, we had You'll that too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I just, I, I want to commend you guys on that. That's, that's just a great thing to, to, like you say, get these young people out and get them doing some things and, and, uh, working these cattle and, and, and being able to show those off this, this spring while everybody is, is not able to go to shows that, anymore right. this spring. So, right. So and you, guys. you know, uh, to kind of lead into another thing with the sale cattle, the another idea that we've had, we did it last fall too. This isn't a brand new idea on, on anything, but you know, just to let everybody know, we do provide one of the things, and we will continue to do this, especially through our online sales, you know, on purchases for $3,500 or more, we do provide nationwide free shipping. Mm -hmm. So especially while this um, pandemic is going on and everything, and we'll have truckers available that can get out and move those cattle around Mm -hmm. and uh, get those things shipped right to your door for free. And Mm -hmm. 
go on. Yeah. Right. Right. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So free over thirty five, and then and if that winner wins twenty five hundred, they could buy a thirty five hundred dollar heifer and have a thousand dollar heifer delivered to their house. That's exactly right. That sounds like a good deal to me. Sounds like that's a, real, a great deal. Yeah. Sounds like a great that's deal. That's not a great deal for Diamond T, but that's a great <laughs> deal for somebody. Right. But but people you gotta <laughs> you gotta get your stuff from great deals. That's fine. Right. I'm we're all we're all about it. Right. Well that's great. All about it. I think it I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't wait to I know can't wait to to see all the the results of how the show goes because the the Lakeland judging team they're in charge of of all the placings and everything. I can't can't wait to see what they come up with. Right, right. Be pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. John, let's get into these. Uh, let's get into these show cattle just a little bit. And, okay. Uh, let's get into let's get into the twenty seventh April twenty seventh. Let's get into these Angus live. Uh, cattle and of course you can uh if you need to if you're listening and you need to pause and and go to angus live you can go down there and uh go to this sale and and these videos are on there uh so uh also they're they're on some youtube things so but if you want to go to angus live go ahead and, and go down through there and john tell us uh tell us about some of these heifers in this sale well, I'm, we're really starting off with a bang with the Sandy Heifer, 9104. She's just, I think, <laughs> I think she has a ton of potential. You know, the, the Sandy family, everybody knows them. Uh, there's been a few different programs across the country that have been very, very successful with those Sandys. And, and, you know, you can just go on and on and on forever. And this one right here, uh, I've, I've shared a picture on Facebook a couple of different times. I'll, I'll share a video there on the Diamond Key page and, as well. But she's certainly one. The picture is awesome, but, man, look at the video. And she just, wow, it's, it's the same as the picture. Big bellied and sound and cool fronted. And that's, a, that's a really, really good heifer right there. You know, the Sandy family, they actually go back to one of my friends there in Illinois, Clem Hilmus, produced a heifer back in the mid-90s named Honey Bear Sophie. Mm-hmm. And actually, Honey Bear Sophie was always one of my favorite heifers. Doug Parrott chose her to win the National Western in 96. Mm-hmm. And uh, in 95, 96, Honey Bear Sophie was the ROV show heifer of the year. Well, Eldon Krebs made it her to Keneally Dateline and had, he renamed her instead of Sophie, he renamed that one Sandy. And that's how the, that's how the Sandy family came to be. Uh-huh. And uh, the rest is history. Those things have, they've got purple in their background and there's a lot more purple ahead. And especially with this heifer, mm-hmm. we're pretty excited about her. we we're so excited about it. We're retaining 50% interest in just embryo interest, mm-hmm. 100% interest, 100% possession. We'd just like to be partners on some embryo interest on her in the future. The other one that we're going to retain half embryo interest in is the lot two, the 9118. 
9118 is a style out of Georgina 8547. A champion who we always called her David's heifer. <laughs> no, and David Smith from Boulder, Colorado on 8547 and was always one of our favorites. I uh, went to their dispersal sale and was able to purchase that cow and get her back to Bidwell. She was one of the best Angus Valley daughters I'd ever seen. And her mother was Champion Hill Georgina 3080, which was owned by Austin Johns from Selma, Texas. Leonard Debbie and, uh, and Austin and the whole Johns family, they became great friends of ours and they had a great campaign. And I think it was, oh shoot, 2004 maybe 2003 and 2004 with 3080 and she was rov show after the year mm-hmm. so she was an rov show after the year that produced a two-time show after the year and uh man it'd, it'd be nice to just come close with one of these things right. we're selling I, I think we're selling eight daughters of 8547 some styles and some biz marks uh-huh the lot two ninety one eighteen. She's she. The reason we're keeping half and her, and I've been asked this by a few different people. You know, she was just a standout since birth. She's not the best fronted of all the heifers. She does have a little bit of throat latch, but she's so long. She's chock full of red meat. Super super sound, and I think that thing has donor cow written all over her. Mm-hmm. So that's why we, that's why we're retaining half of home. The other one, I think, you know, the heifer that actually ends up the sale on Angus Live, the the nine one one zero, let's call her ninety one ten. That might be the best one of the styles, and she's stuck all the way at the bottom in hopes that people go down there and find her. Especially watch that one's video and. And, you know, the term smooth and balanced just really, really comes to your mind. And she reminds me the most of her grandmother, 3080, the 9110 female knows, actually. The greenest heifer of those sisters is 9106 in this sale. And that's one that I, I said there the other day when Matt and me were talking about him. He's like, no. Which one would you buy, though? I'd like I'd buy that ninety-one oh six because she's she's so green. All she has to do is fill out, and she's gonna make make a pretty darn good one in the right home. They're gonna they're really really gonna have success, especially you know these heifers. You got two years to show them. Mm-hmm. She won't be one that burns out too soon. She's gonna be a heifer. I, I feel will have some longevity in the ninety-one oh six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just looked at their looked at their video as you were talking about them. Boy, those are two really, really high quality females. Yeah, am I jumping around too much? You're okay. <laughs> no, you're fine. Okay. Who who else in this Angus Live sale you want to tell us about? Oh, the Blackbird, the ninety one oh three. Thanks for the lot four. The Champion Hill, her damn Champion Hill Blackbird 8411 was one of my picks 
that Matt and uh, another guy went in on and bought out of the champion home dispersal. She's a perfection daughter, and she was young. And hadn't she hadn't sold through a Champion Hill sale? She was one that Paul Hill had kept back, and so eighty four eleven. I mean that thing was good, and I really really admired her. One of the best things about her is she raised the best calf at Champion Hill that year, and it was maybe her first or second calf. It was a renowned bull that Paul's nephew John Hill actually had purchased through the champion held his first. I think he brought 10 or 15,000 just weaned off the side of the cow that day. Mm-hmm. And this cow, she is a no miss cow. We had a group of renowned sons that were really, really nice last year. We've had some Bismarcks that are just outstanding and have been retained into the herd. And then this, this time we've got these um, primos out of her and they're fantastic. This 9103 is the bigger and stouter of the sisters. We split them up 9103s in Angus Live and 9102 found herself over in the, the SC sale. But 8411, I think, is going to make an impact and people will know who that cow is more so here in the next next couple of years. That's one of my favorite young cows that we get to be around. Mm-hmm. Another another one of my favorite young cows is the the ninety one four or ninety fourteen cow. That's the mother of the lot six heifer. Her her tattoo's ninety one sixteen. She's a sky high out of a, a Bismarck Georgina that I think is just fantastic and is just really, really young. Hasn't produced a whole lot uh, to date, but I think will. And that, that Sky High daughter in herself, oh my gosh, she's so powerful. I'm going to... I was asked today by a gentleman, if if I could give him the weights on those cattle just to see what all these things are weighing. So I'm going to run them across the scales and I'm going to post all their actual weights as of tomorrow on the Diamond T Facebook just, you know, to provide some transparency and, Mm -hmm. hey, this is what they are, folks. And I'm pretty sure that 9116 is going to press down pretty hard on the scales. Mm -hmm. She is so stout. But not overly stout. I really like the... It's just all red meat. Just chock full of red meat. That thing is gentle and, and uh, show ready. Mm-hmm. Great. really like that one a lot. Great. Good deal. Yeah. So those are, um, those are the I cattle. I didn't talk about the Biz... Go I ahead. I didn't talk about the Bismarck. How did we miss her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. 9111 is what I call her. I'd already posted her video on on Facebook or the Diamond T page, and we've had quite a big response about her. She's she's got done all over her too. Bismarck on that on that cow's pretty on that on David's cow 8547. That's pretty safe bet, and. 
and then it resulted in some really really good ones. She's salty. Yeah, her sister's gonna her sister's gonna lead off the SC sale. We're keeping half of half embryo interest in her as well. Pretty pretty excited about those ones. Your your options are wide open on breeding. Mm-hmm. Wide open. Mm-hmm. You can go performance. You can go show. You can do whatever. That's pretty wide open. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Yeah, and again, that's on the that's on the Angus Live cattle. They're on the on the twenty seventh. Uh, let's let's switch gears here just a little bit. Let's go to the twenty the uh, April twenty eighth sale on SC. Uh, and uh, you've got uh, seven eight. Is there nine of them in that sale as well? Nine of them. Yeah, nine of them in that sale. So uh, tell us, you, you've talked a little bit about the, the lot one, the, the first Angus heifer. Give us a little more on her. Okay. That that has just she has been an eye catcher since birth. She's one of those heifers that if she feels that you're looking at her, she will walk off a little bit and pose. <laughs> and that's, you, you have to love that. She's just the kind that you just love to watch walk around because she always stops correctly and she stops and sets herself up and poses. And she reminds me more of her mother than any other heifer we're selling in that regard. So I'm a pretty big fan of hers and, She's probably she's probably got a little bit more muscle mass, a little bit more shape, a little bit more shape to her rib cage than what what her sisters have, and yet has has that presence and and just that look about her, and it's really it's really intriguing, and it's really hard to find those females that have that balance of of, of femininity and power. And she, she comes as close to anything as having a perfect balance of that is what we've got. I'm pretty, pretty big fan of hers, and we're pretty excited about about the possibilities that that female has in the future as well. Mm-hmm. She is a little bit more moderately framed than her sister, but I would call her probably about a six or six and a half frame. Her sister, ninety one eleven, falling the day before. Is just a scotch bigger, probably a six and a half to seven frame female. Pretty good size. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty pretty excited about that one. Mm-hmm. And I could go on and on. <laughs> we probably, <laughs> but it, she'd be worth she'd be worth the drive to come up there. I can do that. Right. And she's one of those that she looked really good when we had her cooked up, but when we shoot her off, it's like, oh yeah, that's there you go. <laughs> that's the kind that you like to see when they look so much better shoot off than than they do with all the hair. Right, right. What else we got in the SC sale? Uh, well, just sticking with Angus, you know. Going down the line, the lot four, 9102, I mentioned her earlier, the black bird, the 8411 cow, we think, we have, I have really, really high hopes for it. I think a lot of people are going to gonna know her, and here in the future, 
you know, that 8411, I told the story, I had her picked out and consulted with Matt about purchasing home and the, the dispersal at Champion Hill. But see, her mother, 5296, was an SAV Blackbird cow. And her her full sister, actually out of at Shaw Fangus Valley, produced a bull called SAV Pioneer. Mm-hmm. So those cattle have a have a lot of maternal those boy, those two Boyd New Day daughters have a lot of maternal value, have big udders, nice teeth size, really really good cows, and that's why the 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 influence that they have. And then mix that with the primo, with a little bit more pizzazz and a little bit more show style, has really worked out. 9102 in this sale is a little bit more moderately framed than her sister, but man, those those are two really nice ones. Mm-hmm. Two very very nice efforts that we think somebody will be able to acquire and then the next heifers uh kind of going down the line the lot six in this sale the 9117 she's another sky high out of a bismarck georgina this is one that i see that somebody is can sneak away with and just have a fantastic one show heifer and a and a dumb cow 9039, her mother is a full sister to a cow that we had at Champion Hill that her number was 72561. And I messed up her tattoo when she was a baby. (laughs) And so Paul added another number on there. So we called her the license plate cow. And 72561 was owned by Mandy Richardson from Louisa, Virginia. And she she won. Well, she won so much stuff. I can't even get down the line. A bunch, yeah. She she racked up. She was reserve on OV show offer of the year, and that'd be a full system to this one's dam. And uh, you know, I know she was reserve grand at the Atlantic National a couple of times. She's reserve. I know she's champion at the fraternity. Maybe even supreme champion at the All American Breeders Fraternity. She won a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, ninety thirty nine is a full sister to her, and is a young cow on our herd that I'd helped pick out because I loved her full sister. And ninety thirty nine, she had three conversation heifers that we raised last spring, and in our uh, on our last sale that we had there last fall, those three heifers, they averaged, I think, $7,300 on those three. Mm-hmm. So not too bad for that cow coming right out the gate and just a good maternal influence right there. Right. Right. Just really good maternal influence. So... Oh God! I think the only other Angus heifer I have left is the style out of the David Smith Georgina eighty five forty seven, and I, you know, I've said a whole bunch about them already. Ninety one oh eight though, rounding up those, she's probably got the most red meat and muscle mass 
of any of the style daughters that what we've got in the sale. Her, you can really get a good look at her and her video. Mm-hmm. She's she's smooth and balanced and and just has a little bit more of a she's just as just as square through her hip, but has a little bit more true red meat and mass in her. Mm-hmm. What some of the others do. So then we mm-hmm. move into a crossbred division. Uh huh. And for those those people that have already seen the SC online sale when it popped up and was posted there yesterday, oh man, I started getting phone calls and the first ones they were asking me about was nine fifty two G the style out of the Rosa one eighty count and the nine fifty G the maternal maid out of the Ryman two seven eighty two donor. And those things are 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 really, really nice. Like we talked earlier about having our, our club calf herd, the ones that we're selling in this sale I think are gonna be real steer makers. Mm-hmm. And definitely donor potential. And uh I, I could see any one of these heifers getting flushed to uh, here I am or bred to here I am or whatever whatever bull you may choose that could have some pretty darn good ones mm-hmm. and have a great return on investment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the nine the style nine fifty two, she is really really eye catching and just chock full of chrome and. Really pops out the 950G, the maternal maid heifer. I think I said in the footnote she was probably the hairiest heifer that's been born at Diamond T to date, and I am not lying. That thing was so hairy when when she was a calf before we got her clipped up. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you for those see. for those people in the club calf business that are wanting some hair, that would. Her influence right there, wow. Yeah, you get you can see you guys had to do a lot of clipping on her. Yeah. Quite a bit of clipping. Yeah. Oh, we had to do quite a bit of washing <laughs> before we had to do clipping because coming out of the winter that we had, it didn't it didn't freeze a whole lot. Right. It would have been a lot better to have had some snow and some frozen ground, but it stayed like 34 or 35 degrees and just rained. Right. Right. And it made it a little bit tough on these fall cows to get clipped. Mm-hmm. But, oh, well. The nine, like I, I'd said earlier, the 952 style, the heifer with the chrome, she's certainly, you know, really eye-appealing. Her sister, I'm not for sure if her sister might not make the best the best cow because she's just softer and in her rib and, and, and bigger in her middle portion than what what the other one is with the, all the chrome but I don't know then the rest of those those heifers you know rounded out gonna go down the line we're offering an Irish whiskey daughter out of a Ryman donor that's I mean fantastic if anybody 
Anybody interested in those calves, if you want to see a picture of that Ryman 2782 donor, I have it on my phone. I'll send it to you. And uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to be pretty impressed by by that cow. She's big and soggy and and really, really stout. Mm-hmm. And then the last one in the sale is a, out of a Semmental bull, WC loaded up, and out of a cow that Matt purchased before I came here from Griswold's that was an Irish whiskey daughter. Her name's GCC Whiskey Lady. And we actually have a tremendous set of steer calves that have been, that have hit the ground here the past, oh, I guess they're about a month or two old now, a couple months old. Those steers out of here on the of that Whiskey Lady cow are pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to, out and about in the area and looking for club calves. If, if uh, they're more than welcome to come by, and we can show you those guys as well. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's great. Yeah, John. I uh, man, I appreciate uh, appreciate you going down through these cattle and and yeah. I think if if people haven't seen them yet, go to go to Angus Live, go to SC, check these cattle out, go down through there uh, when. Uh, as he talks about them and uh hopefully we'll get this we'll get this video put together as well uh for the podcast and and you can see them uh see them on there as well if if you don't get to see them uh on angus live and sc so uh john uh anything else you need to tell us about about the sale about these cattle uh anything else uh like that as as we round this thing out well i just appreciate you being on or uh you letting me be on here really appreciate the opportunity and you know anybody has any questions we are all about answering questions and customer service as much as we possibly can be we always love to visit with people about cattle i i know in my hiatus from the cattle industry that was just one of the things that i i really missed so much was just getting to visit about cattle and just give us a shout we'd love to talk to you about the cattle uh if you, if you want to come see us we'd love for you to come see us and look at them too but um however you want to get in touch with us whether it's on facebook or facebook message or text us or whatever just get in touch with us don't be afraid to ask any questions just whatever whatever you want to Whatever you want to know about them, we are an open book. We'll, I'll tell you exactly what I think about each and every individual and make sure that you get the right calf for you because we want we want you to, um, to be happy with our product because we're pretty excited about our products that we've produced so far. Right. Yeah, and I just want to add uh, add to that just a little bit. Yeah, John, uh, you know, John and I talked a few times before, but uh, you know, <laughs> I I called him, uh, talked to him the other day, and and uh, he called me, and man, it just uh, you know, he's one of those guys that that guys, if you have any questions, anything, uh, John John will uh, John will talk to you. He'll tell you about it, and and. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, uh, John. I've just I've enjoyed the last couple of days getting this thing put together, and 
and uh, look forward to working with you in the future uh, as well. And, and yeah, just want to encourage guys, just call, just call John and, and uh, make sure you got a little bit of time. Cause he's going to, he's going to tell you some things. So uh, I, I appreciate that, John. Oh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> Well, uh, again, just want to uh, let everybody know, go down and find the Diamond T Land and Cattle. Uh, and if you're on Facebook, you've got to find Diamond T Land and Cattle. There is another Diamond T. Uh, so find the Diamond T Land and Cattle page. There's a lot of information on there. They've got the sales coming up on April the 27th on Angus Live and April the 27th or 28th on SC Sales. So I uh, want to invite you to do those. And, and want to thank uh, my guest again, on this edition of Before the Bid, Mr. John Davis, and uh, thank him. Uh, thank you for all the, your insight and and uh, everything that you told us about these cattle and about this operation, John. So, uh, just and Andy, thank you very much for having me. Well, it's I, been fun. Yeah, I, I appreciate it very much. So, uh, again, uh, just uh, look out for those sales. Get on those uh, Facebook pages. And again, we want to thank you for. Uh, enjoying another edition of Before the Bid podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.